Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Club at 22, your Rangers podcast. I am your host this evening, Ryan Haymarch, and we are live on YouTube on this coronation weekend, which we'll all, I'm sure, be ready to enjoy, celebrate and fly our flags in front of those who do not want to see the flags. So this evening we're going to discuss all things Rangers and have a look at uh, the Youth Cup final, which was played during the week. But more so would like to get involved and send some questions into the comments and we'll, we'll get the guys to answer it. If it's anything to do with Scotia's OnlyFans, I'm sorry we can't answer that on this channel. But I'm sure these DMs are open. We can get them sent in and answered for you in due course. Uh, please like, share and subscribe to the podcast. We are all of our 4,000 subscribers now, uh, which is very it's unbelievable. Um, when I joined this podcast, I didn't think for a second that we would get it to 4,000. So it's um, unbelievable. And we are very proud of that. So if you can just keep pushing us to the next level, we very much appreciate that. And I will now introduce you to the guys. Firstly, uh, Alistair Pearson, who you are not on the network, I believe it yet. Ali, you've not got a phone. Uh, still I've got a, I've got a phone. Is that right? Don't my work phone. Don't my work phone. So I'm contactable on that phone. But my personal phone, Ryan, no. Not at this point. Next week, hopefully, I should be back up and running. So I've missed everything in the group chat. And I don't even know what the agenda is tonight, to be fair. So I will just, um, just go with the flow and see what happens. Yes, well, go with the flow is uh, the theme of the evening, Ali. I've been opening my heart to you all week and telling you how much I love you and how much I value as a friend. I was digging you. <laughs> and you were digging me. You were digging me. So, uh, yeah, I won't open up again. I've embarrassed myself. Hopefully you don't get that phone back. Uh, next is Scott Gamble. Mate, I know you were a bit nervous last week. Are you nervous this week? Hmm. No, no, I'm not nervous. Um, I'm actually, this week, I've been pretty much scunnered. And you mentioned that... Um, that Youth Cup game, that kind of scunnered me more during the week. I thought I was kind of coming out of it. That sent me right back down. Um, so hopefully tonight's chat can um, can fully cheer me up before, the, as you say, the King's Coronation tomorrow. Yes, King's Coronation indeed, mate. Um, aye, we'll, we'll have a wee chat, but the, the, cup, the Youth Cup final was the same. Hoping to get a bit of uh, happiness in my life, but unfortunately not to be. And last but not least, we may have a few problems with his mic, which is... It's not. It's very rare to be fair to him, but um, if we do, he might sub himself off and come back on and, and put in a better performance. Scott Carney, how are you this evening, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm not holding out much confidence here because. Oh no! Yes, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I'll be back. Okay, I'll be back. He will be back. He will be back. Of course, we'll be back. And, water, <laughs> right now, the gaffers away. Let's let, let the games begin, boys. What can we go up to? <laughs> Um, let's, no, go, let's go extra. Listen, no. we don't want to get this channel get banned, right? So keep it clean. Yeah, I know. Aye. Um, I, I do feel like getting up to something right enough, but no. We'll, we'll keep it professional. We'll keep the, the pod going and keep it together. Um, Scott is having a few problems. I'm sure he'll get them resolved. That's why we were a minute or two late coming on. Um, but he'll, I'm sure he'll, he'll be back on and hopefully his mic is working. So... Firstly, on the agenda tonight, and we will keep it loose, and I do want you to get your comments in, and we'll, and we'll, we'll see if we can take some, some questions tonight, is the Youth Cup final, which was played on Wednesday night. It was live on BBC, which I always enjoy. Um, it was just a chance to look at some of the young players we've maybe not seen and hopefully get um, a kind of a winning feeling back, and unfortunately that wasn't the case. It was 6-5 to... To Celtic in an absolute goal fest. Um, I'll come to you first, Scotia, because I know you did watch it along with me. Um, I was putting a bit of banter in the chat, but there wasn't many bites um, saying, I think I said I wanted, maybe wanted Beal out or get Tavu or something. I think I was getting a bit of banter anyway. But unfortunately, we didn't win it. But um, I did enjoy it, mate. I thought it was a pretty decent game to watch. Yeah, well, it was and it wasn't for me because I turned it on when just the Celtic is equalised to make it um, one each. And then very quickly after that, they make it 2-1. But that first half, finishing four each, yeah, it was pretty entertaining, entertaining even, should I say. But it was um, some really, really poor defensive displays in those goals that came about. Kind of what you tend to expect when it's like at that um, age group, that, you know, really some really decent attacking play, but equally the defensive side of the game, you can see that it still needs a wee bit of work on. Uh, second half, yeah, again, looked good. thought Lovelace was looking good. I mean, we'll pr- you probably want to talk about that. His um, first booking, I don't think it was a booking, 
more more a penalty for me um, that one they get done for simulation because I think he'd just get done for simulation before and I'd, even that one I don't think it was wasn't like an out and out dive event and it, well, to me it wasn't a dive at all and then the one that he gets sent off for as well again I just think it's a bit of a, a poor decision in that in that one but it's um, disappointing for the lads um, that they they lost in that 6-5 because I think they were in control of the game up until Lovelace got sent off and then obviously for it to go to extra time just playing against uh, the 11 men it just it was a wee bit too much for them and a pitchy a Hamden size because it's absolutely gigantic that pitch so yeah it wasn't an entertaining game but not a great result in the end Yeah it wasn't a great result then but I did enjoy it as you said it was a goal fest um, and there was a few boys who put in a performance I totally agree with you about Zach Lovelace and the, the bookings uh, kind of blew my mind um, but yeah there was a couple of good performances in there and kind of what you expect for a youth game I think you expect that when I go and see my boys games there's always like goal after goal and just like scores are like 7-3 and 9-4 and that so I, I, I don't mind that um, Mr Carney I'm going to come and do a wee te- sound test with you we're not feeling confident by the looks of your face if we don't we will hold it together the boys were wanting to sidetrack this tonight they were wanting to go up to mischief and bring the pod down a peg or two, and I said, no, we cannot do that. So how are you this evening? Are you any better? No, I doubt it, mate. It probably sounds That's terrible, working. I would imagine. Sounds all right. Well, I don't know what's going on with my computer because the comments aren't updating either, so everybody's comments aren't aren't there. Carney, I've got them up on the phone in my YouTube and... The comments are coming in in that, but they're not coming in for us as we're, as we're recording it. It's going brilliantly at the moment. Uh, Listen, honestly, I've got no idea what's going on. It's a big weekend for this country with the coronation. I think there's a lot of pull on the internet. I think we're just not going to get a level of service because it's all on King Charles this weekend. So that's what I'm going to blame it on. It's King Charles' fault. <laughs> but you sound all right, Carly. I think that's... I don't think it's too bad, mate. Well, if it sounds all right, I'll... It. I'll kick about. If it goes bad again, just tell me and I'll go. I don't want to uh, annoy I'll, people. I'll look to the bench and I'll see if I can get my tondo off the bench for you. Um, <laughs> don't know if you watch. We're talking about the Youth Cup final in Rangers yes. down 6-5 um, to Celtic, unfortunately. I did enjoy it. I think Scotia's is the same. Enjoyed the game. There's a lot of goals in it. I don't know if you got to see any of it, mate, but uh, if you did if you did or didn't, um, give us your thoughts. I watched the highlights last night, mate, and comical defending on both teams is <laughs> an understatement, really. Uh, it was terrible defending by both teams. Entertaining for people that went to watch it, I suppose, yes. But, um, yeah, I mean, I thought there was good performances probably on both sides, to be honest. A few of their players looked quite decent. I know that's not the, the nicest thing to say, but a few of their players looked not bad as well. But, uh, look... It's not a, it's not a, it's not a booking for me for him to get sent off. It just isn't. It just can't be. I mean, even the way that he falls, it's like it was like he'd been a stuntman in a movie to be able to pull that one off. So no, I didn't. I didn't get it. The referee kind of ruined the game at that point. However, I don't think Rangers would have been in the position that they were in the first place with that that many goals conceded. Uh, a few really good goals though. A few really good goals. Uh, that I'm going to. I can't remember the boy's name. It was number nine up front, Scotia for Rangers. Jack Roberts was that? Was it Roberts? Roberts sounds about right, mate. I think it was Jack Roberts. I think. I I think he. I thought he looked really good. I do. I thought he looked really good. Um, But uh, just a a mad game of football, really. Just an absolutely crazy game of football. And unfortunately, we're on the losing end of it again. But the ref ruined it, really. Um, The ref ruined it. It shouldn't. It shouldn't have been. I mean. It's a penalty. It's just, it's just a penalty, and he's just decided to book him and to send him off. So uh, ridiculous refereeing decisions in Scotland. To me, who would have thought that would ever have happened? Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's good to see it's consistent and it's going through all levels of football in Scotland. I think that's a, that's the good thing about it. So I don't know if there's any chat in the in the comments. Again, unfortunately, having a few technical difficulties, we can't get your comments on the screen. But please, please do send them in. In Scotia, will read them out or write them down in a bit of paper and put them up on screen. We'll figure out something. It's very, um, diffi- it's very difficult to see them all fly in, uh, Ryan, when it's on a wee small screen on my phone, because there are quite a lot. Sorry, everyone, that we're not able to see them as we're talking That's on right. our computers That's at the okay. moment. What we'll a nightmare, man, out. honestly. I can't figure <laughs> this out at all. Listen, uh, people stick with us, I'm sure they will. Um, especially when I'm bringing in the star of the show here now, Alistair Pearson, who's going to give us his top-level analysis of this game during the week. Uh, Ali, did you watch the game and what did you think of 
the performance the time they catch your eye? Well, I tuned in when it was four each, Ryan, so I missed probably the good part of the game. Uh, I tuned in just not that far off when Lovelace was, was um, slipped through and it was a penalty for me. He's moving at pace as well and he gets sent off. I didn't see his first booking. I think it was for simulation as well, which I didn't see, but second one, I thought I oh, was very, very soft. It ruined the game for me. As soon as as soon as soon Rangers went down to 10 men, they were done. And I, I watched the extra time. Celtic had all the ball. All the ball. And it was difficult for them. Um, but lovely, Si. Is he, is he lovely, Scotia, on this one? Is he suspended for tomorrow? Does that count for tomorrow? Or because he was I don't, sent I don't think so. I don't think so, but it's not something that I looked into. Although I, was I, I remember, I remember Adam Devine gets Adam Devine gets sent off in our B team game, and he was yeah. suspended. So I, I wasn't sure whether, and I don't think Bill was asking his presser about it. So um, yeah, because yeah. see, because it's a B team game, and it's kind of part of the the SBFL league system. I think that was the difference. This is an under eighteen game, so it's it's not the yeah. B team. Yeah, okay. Maybe something in the comments would tell us. <laughs> we just want to see it. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be some doubt. My yeah. guess, my guess would it, my guess would be that it would count towards it, but just because I know what Scotia are saying in terms of if it was a B team, but I feel as if because it comes under Scottish football, it would oh, count. You would you would think anyway, but obviously there's an insight into what Ali's team's gonna be on Sunday. Obviously he wants to play Lovelace up front and try and get a penalty. Um, and I'll put my toppings worth in. It was a stonewaller all day, and Sean, whatever his name was, did not get that right. It was penalty to Rangers. Um, I'll go to the next subject. Just, Quickly, just stick Ryan, with, sorry, on just, you just to cut across no, please. GM55 in the comments on YouTube on my phone is saying that Love's, Lovelace <laughs> isn't suspended for the weekend. So. Okay. There you go. Carly, Carly's not having this. On the comments on YouTube, on I, the just, I, hate, I hate, I hate, I hate it. Mate. I don't know. I literally don't know what's going on. I'm like, we not end I, it and restart it again. I know for, we, for audio, but possibly, yeah, we possibly. It would, it would take me a couple of minutes to do that, um, but we, we could do that. Ignore me for a second, and I'll try and fix this. But it club at twenty two it is on it, and we'll also have Jamie Law, a uh, admin who's twenty four hours a day. He'll be on it as well. I'm just going to remove myself in case I swear as well because <laughs> these things drive me <laughs> up the wall man so I'll be back in a minute sorry everybody, dead professional this um, aye, the gaffer's definitely a bit OCD I'm good with this, we'll just go with it um, <clears throat> I wanted to talk about a referee who was interviewed on BBC, I don't know if you guys Brother seen this or not, I put aye, yes good, I'm glad you've seen it Ali, I forgot you didn't have a phone but I did text it on the chat so Bobby Madden former uh, SPFL referee, was interviewed by BBC. I've not watched the full interview. I don't need to uh, after seeing uh, the question he was asked. But uh, there was a clip going about, I don't know if it was last night or the night before, and he was asked in an interview by BBC Sport if, are you a Rangers fan or would you ever a Rangers fan now? How I, I mean, the relationship between Rangers and the BBC apparently is is fine, apparently the, the bridges have been built, but I have never, I don't think I've ever heard a referee have to answer, are you a, a Rangers fan? Now this all comes from the hysteria from the East End, they're about to win a treble, um, but they pedal this crazy, this actually euphoria of paranoia uh, that referees are out to get them, and all referees are whatever you want to call them, but they're Rangers fans basically. Scotia, this... <sighs> I was very disappointed in the BBC that they asked this question and put it up on social media, but I think it's very agenda-driven. Have you seen it, and what did you think of it? Yeah, I've, I've seen the clip that you mentioned, but I'm like yourself that I've not sat down and watched the, the full interview. Now, the reason I haven't sat down and watched the full interview is I think someone in the comments in here is saying that it was on at half-time during that Youth Cup final, but I, I changed the channels to stick on another game of football that was on just to see what was happening there. But the reason I didn't click on it is because it's like clickbait stuff. So they're, they're doing it out to get a reaction, potentially trying to be funny about it, but it didn't really come across as funny to me. Um, it, it seemed, it's just a strange question. We, you know the kind of narrative up here in Scotland with 
these kind of things that oh, what team do you support and things like that. It doesn't bother me, but you know, like more as it goes to more and more people, it suddenly seems to become this kind of issue. It's it's just very poor. And I also I seen I don't know who it was, but I seen as I was flicking through through Twitter um, today, there was a, an interview with a referee and I don't know, it could be any country in the world. I think it was a Spanish or a Italian-speaking country, potentially in Spain or Italy or South America, probably. But they were talking and it was the referee explaining why he hadn't given a handball because of the way that the ball would hit his, it hit his sleeve as well as his lower bicep, so it wasn't a penalty. Fully explaining it. And look, that's the kind of things I want to see in Scotland more often. We don't really get it. I know they brought out um, Ref Watch that they do on on like sports scene and stuff then to be but again it's it's better that they're trying to explain things but I don't watch sports scene anymore it's because it's dire it's drivel so um it'd be better if we could get these interactions more after even like see when games are on sky sports if there's a contentious decision being able to hear the referee and one of the things that always kind of gets leveled is see if we could get the referees mic'd up like they are in rugby yeah, no, that that could potentially be a step forward as well because it explains to why the referees made the decision that he has, and it removes all the Kenny conspiracy theories that funnel up after bad decisions or decisions you believe are bad get made. Conspiracy theories? What are you on about, Scotia? Um <clears throat> I, I think, I think Scotland could lead the way whether whether if, if they went to get referees mic'd up um, in terms of interviews after the game. I don't know if they feel that their, their salaries would justify having to stand in front of a of a press and and justify their, their decisions or, or whether they've made mistakes or not or put their hands up. I don't know how that would work. But I, I just worry that stupid things like this with the BBC, and they know what they're doing. Um, I don't mind saying that because I don't work with them anymore, but they know what they're doing. It is agenda-driven. They know they're feeding the, the nutcases that are out there on social media and such like, but I, I just worry that it's detrimental to referees who are, are people who are wanting to get involved and wanting to be wanting to be part of SFA and be a referee because why would you if you are, one of the questions you might get asked is, and I know they have to kind of have a discussion before they get a licence, but if you're getting asked are you a Rangers fan? There's no consistency to that, there's no I've never heard anyone get asked if they're a Celtic fan an Aberdeen fan, a Hearts fan it's a very, very strange uh, thing for the BBC to put out, and it was just, I just found it really disappointing. Mr. Carney, I hope you've got sound, and I'm glad to see you. That, what's that, three, three times you've been to the toilet since I started? Right, so the only thing that we can do just now to make this work, and I, again, it's if everybody's okay with it, we'll finish here and we'll go to a new stream, so you have to come off this video that you're currently watching on YouTube and there'll be another one that's called Take Two for tonight. It'll be Take Two at the end. That's the yes. only way I can think. It, it might not work, I don't know. If everybody's happy for us to do that, obviously the only reason I'm doing it as well because we generally love to see your comments and this is a bit <laughs> hard to be able to do, do it all at the kind of one time. So if you're cool with that, we'll finish right now, but give us like two minutes and then we'll be live on the other stream so there's another one already on YouTube and we'll see you there thank you so much everybody this is a pain in the ass. I get it but we'll see you very very shortly um, thank you comments I'm seeing comments God you know Scotia I can't believe you said that that's absolutely shocking why did you say oh, that sorry everyone if you want to find out what Scotia said you need to watch part one Right, welcome back, everybody. I hope this has worked for everybody. Um, this is that has worked. I'm seeing comments, I'm seeing things. Right, okay, we've fixed it. Thank you, thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm trying to make this as comedy as comedy, honestly, man. I hate things um, less. <laughs> at least, at least, it lights the mood a wee bit. Right, we were talking about I'll bring it back uh, to the refereeing discussion we're having. Ali, I'll come to you um, because I'll let Carly just have a wee breather because he's under pee. Uh, Ali, what about that <clears throat> that interview or that clip with BBC Scotland in terms of Bobby Madden? Are you a Rangers fan? Have you seen it? I've seen the wee three-minute clip, which is probably the one you've seen. Um, that doesn't surprise me, the BBC. The BBC don't like us, so any, any little interview they can get to try and twist something... I'd be interested when Clancy hangs his boots up. Will they sit Clancy down and ask him the same question? No chance. Um, 
But let's see if you actually listen to the interview. Bobby Madden comes out and goes, when I was 12, 13, my, my grandfather or something was a Rangers season to hold and I went a few games with him. After that, he took up running, I think it was. Um, and then he went to, to Love Street to watch St Mirren. And he says, since then, he'd watch St Mirren. So, does he bother me? It's... Um, it's, 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 I thought it was poor for the BBC because they know what they're doing, like you say, Ryan, but doesn't surprise with the BBC. I'll just wait till when they do their interview with Clancy because I'll tune in for that one to see to see who he supports. Yeah, um, yeah, that'd be interesting. It'll be interesting for Park Thistle fans to hear that <coughs> he's a big Park Thistle fan. Um, Carly, <coughs> I don't know if you've seen it, I haven't spoken to you this week, but Bobby Madden. Um, came on social media with a, sh- a short interview from the BBC. Obviously, he no longer referees in Scotland. Can't think why, and uh, is down south now. But um, he's done an interview, and I, listen, I think he's probably been probably been, had the question ran past him before the start of recording. But he was asked, "Are you or have you ever been a Rangers fan?" Um, I thought this was very poor taste and just feeds the the moonhouls, if we should put it that way. What did you think of it? That's exactly what it is, mate. And it's 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 trying to make him almost cannon fodder for the 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 other half of the city to get stuck into him. It's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. There's there's just no need for it as well. And it, I think it all harps back as well to the media in this country doing nothing to promote the sport to promote our football, all they do is kick it down. It's constant. They don't want to see it getting to another level. They don't want to see it going up again. They're quite happy for it to live in this wee tin pot league that the rest of the world kind of sees us as, and they seem happy with it because they don't want they don't want fans rising. They don't want clubs rising. They don't want that because then they get more of a say, more pressure become, goes on to the SFA, goes on to the SPFL, and then that ultimately leads on to the media as well. The the the, the whole situation of it all, mate, is it's all down to... It can go hard back to when Rangers kicked them out, the BBC out of Ibrox, um, because it's it, it's it's scandalous reporting. It just it is, and it's it's all this clickbait stuff that they're desperate to get out and get clicks on their media and trying to save themselves from um, progression. The 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 media game. The I mean, look at us, four or four thousand subscribers on YouTube from starting talking to each other during COVID, all of a sudden we're a, we're a place that people will come and listen to our opinions on Rangers instead of, well, maybe still people, I don't want to presume, people might still click the mainstream media for that, but I would like to think people come and listen to us because we are pretty rational about our club and um, it's, not, it's biased, yeah, to a certain degree, but I think we still call it as it is and I'm not a journalist, none of us here are journalists and they don't like that, they don't like that kind of thing so it's it's all to create a narrative, mate, that suits them and it suits them to be able to replay that over and over again um, I would have just loved if they went like that yeah, I'm the Grand Master and Lodge ABC down the road because that would have just that, but again, they would have even if he was joking, mate they would have clipped that and it would have been everywhere do you know what I mean? it would have been absolutely everywhere Bobby Madden makes scandalous joke on this and that it's it is what it is, mate, but it just shows the sad state of affairs that this, the media is in this country, and I just I, I believe they do nothing to promote the game up here. No, they do nothing to promote the game, but they do plenty to feed that that paranoia that's that's out there and, and the penalty to Rangers thing and et cetera, et cetera. But as Gallant Pioneers put put uh, rightly in the, the comments, there is an audience for this type of thing, and it's a big audience, unfortunately. And if MD's too naive to understand what we're kind of talking about, there's a fantastic documentary that was um, <clears throat> premiered at a, a ground in the East End called Anyone But Celtic. It's on YouTube. Give it a watch. It's absolutely gold. That's enough of that. <laughs> right, so <clears throat> next thing, I was going to start talking about current current uh, affairs today and in the Rangers team. So um, Michael Beale did the press conference. Um, we'll touch on a bit more later, but he did say... Um, I kind of grown subject. I think we spoke about it nearly every pod, guys, but I do want to speak about it. <clears throat> and it's Malik Tillman. Malik Tillman is out for the season and he is away back to Bayern um, for for, for, there's no, for the remainder of the, the season to receive treatment. Michael Bill was asked about whether he would be coming back and he said he's very keen on it. Didn't fill me optimism right enough whether... whether um, Tillman wants to come here or not, but 
he did say that he's keen on it. I did see it. I am on it, and that's all I'm going to say about that comment. Um, but I'll come to you. I'll come to you, Scotia. It's hard because the, the clock's different. It's, it's I know, different. mate. I, I was literally just about to message you saying, mate, just remember that you need. No. To- no, because I feel, I feel, I'll be honest, boys, I feel as if I'm about four hours into this pod. I know, uh, mate, I'm sorry. That's not, that's not, out with my control over this. We will be talking about um, things that trim your, your nose, hairs, etc. So strap yourself in shortly, but what did you think about the Tillman news? I was a bit, I was a bit gutted for the guy because I do like Tillman, a uh, bit gutted to hear he's out for the season and possibly that is the last we see of him. Um, to be honest, I'm not overly surprised that that was his season over. I kind of thought I had that, that, that suspicion after it went off that that was probably going to be the last that we would see him definitely this season. I suppose the discussion now moves on to is it the last we're ever going to see him in a Rangers top? Um, and I listened to, unlike another person up to the, the other side of me there, Mr. Alistair Pearson, I do listen back to the pods. I heard your guys kind of take on, on Tillman and like his future and things like that. And Shots me, failed, still... mate. Shots <laughs> He's trying to have a go at me after his performance last Friday. Honestly. <laughs> That's a very good point, mate. Honestly. He was nervous. He was uh, okay. nervous. <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah, but for me, no, I would, I would, I'm still in the camp that I would, um, I would be looking to keep Tillman next season, you know, offer him that deal because I think you need to keep any respect. He's only going to be 21 at the end of this month, so he's still a really young guy. Um, he's had to play an awful lot this season, an awful lot. I don't think he would have played anywhere near as much had we not had the injury to Lawrence and things like that. And I think when he has played. For the majority of it, he's been good and he's been one of our most important players. You can say he's not turned up in big games and stuff, but of the big games that he's not turned up in, neither's the rest of the team. And the big game that he did turn up in got us into the Champions League group stages, got us that money, which probably pushed through the the deals for Raskin and Cantwell um, in January there. Would we, would we have signed both of them had we not made the Champions League group stages? It's... Difficult to see with Outley that we put down in the summer. Um, so for me, I'm, I would be all for keeping Tillman because I think he's only going to get better. He is, only, he is still very young. It's his first full season in football. And I do think he's been a pretty important player. But I maybe go back to something I said months ago now that does Tillman want to stay at Rangers? And that's kind of my feeling. But now that he's not going to be here until the end of the season, could be a wee bit of a double-edged sword. The fact that I don't think the atmosphere around Rangers is going to be great for the remaining five games particularly if we drop any more points. Um, but maybe having his time back in Germany, will maybe think, oh, I've really enjoyed it over there. A wee bit of time to reflect. So we'll just see where that goes. Yeah, I, it's very much up in the air at the moment. Um, I, I'm, I'm sticking my guns personally. I think we need someone who is ready to hit Scottish football now, whether they're playing Scottish football just now or not, but somebody who is, is going to settle in quickly. And I think Tillman... I think Tillman, if we do see him, I think we need to be patient with him. I think there's definitely a top player in there. There's no doubt about that. He can. We've seen what he can do. You possibly have to wait a couple of years to see him peak or or get to the level that you want him to. And that's where, for me, the, the thought process has got to come in. Whether or not we're ready to spend five million on just potential. Uh, Ali, I know we spoke about this the other day there, um, but Tillman out for the season. I know you won't be surprised, but um, what's your what's your thoughts on it? Honestly, don't think we'll see Malik Tillman again. If I'm being blatantly honest, I listened to Beale today. He was playing his cards close to his chest, which is unusual. Usually, he tells us everything, but <laughs> he was um, he was kind of fifty fifty on it. He didn't really say much about it. The fact he's come back to Germany to Bayern, and he did say it's up to him as well. He did say, although the the, the two clubs have an agreement, ultimately it's up to Malik Tillman if he wants to come to Rangers or not which was interesting when he said that. So I kind of see him coming back. I'm, I've swallowed on him all season, Ryan. I've thought, yeah, in terms of a business sense, if we sign Mark Tillman, I think we'll make money on him. But at the same time, I'm in your camp where we need players to come and hit ground running next season, especially against Celtic. He hasn't done it this season against Celtic in big games. He's been brilliant against some of these other teams, but to be honest, most players should be brilliant against these other teams we play. So five million pounds, yeah, and especially players we've been linked with as well. That the boy for Norwich, uh, I thought we're same we were like my our boy for 
Man United, I think, who's also played at Norwich in his career as well. <laughs> Seems like we're looking for boys that are playing for Norwich for some reason. <laughs> but um, no, I don't think he'll be back, Ryan. It's just disappointing because after I sang that song to him at Christmas time, maybe that's the reason he doesn't want to come to the Rangers <laughs> because I sang that song to him. But disappointing. It's quite quiet, lad, and that. But I, I don't think we'll see him again, Ryan, unfortunately. And he'll go on, to, and I know what'll happen. He'll go on to be a fantastic footballer, and about five years' time, we will look back and go, "Why did we not see Malik Tillman?" But that's what happens with players that come to Rangers and go elsewhere. So I do, I do, I do, say, I, I do agree with you. But I, I think Tillman, I think you've got to have a, you've got to have the right attitude here. I'm not, I'm not saying his attitude. He's very wet behind ears. Let's put it that way. I think Tillman is very a nice lad, very kind of reserved, and I think. Your personality and, and your kind of attitude's got to be in check to be successful in Scotland, especially with either side of the old firm. And, and you see that so many players that come up from from England and they just they don't get it. And I'm not saying I'm not saying we can bring in somebody from down south or from a Scottish team who would be a better player than Tillman because I agree he will hit a top level. But um, I I think based on what we're getting right now for Tillman. I don't think that's what we're looking at. I think we need to look at players who are established now. Uh, Carney, he's out for the season. If it is, it's the last time we see him. I'll, I'll look fond on him and I do wish him the best. Yeah, uh, it's a difficult one. This. I think I'm, I'm probably right in the middle of it all. Um, and I'm also very cautious that things have ended terribly this season and there's a lot of knee-jerk reaction. Rightly so, kind of knee-jerk high emotions around people's opinions on things because ultimately this season has been a failure. Um, Tillman, I, I agree. I think what Ali said, there's no doubt if he leaves and two or three years we'll see him playing for someday and you'll be like, hey, we could get a chance to sign that boy and he'll be fantastic. And then he'll, or what, what alternative will happen, we'll sign him and this injury that he has will ruin his career and Rangers will have to pay him for five years. Um, one of them too. It's a real difficult one. I think there's a player in there. Uh, I liked him in spells this season. At other points, he did really frustrate me. I think it's easy to forget that the age he is based on where he's came from, because he's came from Bayern, because he's got a bit of a pedigree behind him, you kind of think that you expect him to be kind of head and shoulders above anybody else within the league. But I think there's a naivety there, and I think that's what you meant by like wet behind the ears. There's, there's something he's not quite matured yet, possibly. Maybe it has to do with a drunk Scottish man named Alistair shouting at him at a, at a, at a Christmas night out while he was... Um, Alec. Ali was nervous that night. Ali was very nervous. Very nervous. Very nervous that night. Yeah, very very nervous that night. Um, but no, I, I, right now I'm I'm gonna catch twenty two. It's a lot of money for us to put into an investment. But if the injury is not as serious, obviously we don't know the details of the, the injury. But if he's if it's something that he's going to be able to cover from, then Rangers will at least get their money back, if not more, um, from him. I just don't see how you don't on him because I think there is that much potential within the boy. It's a difficult decision. It's a difficult decision for the club. Uh, I don't want it to be, though, however, that it's it's Tillman or... It's Tillman plus a couple, if that makes sense. If that's the way that the, the way structure and the way the money and the finances is going to be, it would be Tillman plus a couple because I think it needs to be... If it is going to be Tillman, you still need another maybe six on top of that to come in. So it's a, it's a, it's a tough one right now. It is a tough one. Uh, I, I think, as I say, the, the, the biggest thing I can say is he frustrated me at times, but there is no doubt that there's a player in there. Um, and maybe we do need to remember that he is he is still young. He is still young and maybe the big games um, and the big games on the old firms, especially he hasn't quite shown up. But who's to say a pre-season reveal that he, he wouldn't end up um, in the right place and in the right mindset in order to make an impact in these games? I don't envy the guy that's got to make the decision on this. No, me neither. I think it. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I think it's one of these ones that there's a there's a a shout for both sides um, in terms of Tillman and maybe if players round about him had turned up and put in. Kind of more senior players have turned up this season and put in performances. Maybe we wouldn't really be speaking about whether we're going to keep him or not and having that kind of pressure on his shoulders. It's it comes with a badge. I totally get that, but <clears throat> he is young and, and we probably, as Ali said, we probably will look at him being a success for somebody abroad or whatever, and we'll be like, yeah, we should have kept him. But yeah, very difficult decision for 
the club to make and let's not forget that Tilburn's got a decision to make as well. Maybe he doesn't fancy it and fancy listening to Rangers Twitter and all the negativity you get. Yeah. So, um, mm. But listen, moving on, you do need to show balls in Scotland and talking of balls. This one's for you, Andy Hill. Uh, time for a word for our sponsors. It's time to mind your manholes with Manscaped. Everyone's aware by now that the nose hairs are a major turn-off. That's why Manscaped upgraded to their brand new Weed Whacker 2.0. With improved blades and motor, you can feel the power of nasty nose hair annihilation in the palm of your hands. Save money and attack your nose and ear hairs by going to manscaped.com and using the code CLUBAT22 to get 20% off and free shipping. Our friends over at Manscaped are helping you enjoy the fresh air in spring by using the Weed Whacker 2.0 on all of your face, whole hair. Also, the Weed Whacker 2.0 will be in all Manscaped tool sets, including the premium, uh, the Platinum, not Premium, Platinum Package 4.0 and the Performance Package 4.0. So no matter what kit you pick, you will receive the new Weed Whacker 2.0 nose and ear trimmer. It's a belter. I am using it weekly, boys. Let's face it, long nose hair is a major turn-off. Let Manscaped be part of your daily grooming routine, ensuring no hair is ever out of place. It's time to level up your groom game. Save 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUB at 22 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUB at 22 at manscaped.com. From below to up top, get the best in grooming at Manscaped Shop. Your nose, ears, body and balls will thank you. Well done, mate. Well done. Well done, mate. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> this, I think, this podcast is not professional. Ah, I know. Well, honestly, it's been a not a disaster. Obviously, we've 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 managed to salvage it. I think, but uh, you're saying I'm using it every week, mate. That's age, mate. <laughs> that's that's definitely an age thing. It's <laughs> brutal. See, the thing is, like, I constantly get this has been for like I think this has been a work to you in the bank, Carly. I don't know many people that stop like picking your nose, and it's genuinely a nose here. Right, yeah. anyway, <laughs> I don't know why, I don't know why I shared that uh, on a live podcast, honestly, right, um, I want to, to talk about things, uh, let's do a wee cheery thing, so I noticed on Twitter today that it was a year on, year today I believe, um, correct me if I'm wrong, a year today since the Leipzig home game, which will be fondly remembered by as all as probably... I don't know, pro- the greatest atmosphere I've ever heard at Ibrooks. Um it really gives me hairs in the back of my neck when I watch any video to do with it. Um, but I'll just I'll come round just quickly just to get a wee, wee comment on that. A year, Ali, since we were happy at a Rangers game. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> it's mad when you think. See, at that point, if you'd went, if you'd if you'd morphed forward a year, we're, what we're at now, and we're sitting here out of everything, out of Europe, out of out of the league, out of the cups. It's mad from that point. It was a it was an unbelievable journey, Ryan, with the teams we put out. And we played good football. I always go back to the, the Walter Smith one when we done that one. We rode a luck in that 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 competition. This one we didn't. We, we earned it. And the atmosphere that night was unbelievable. I mean, the videos pop up, have popped up every every week since then, up to now. I know this, today's that sort of anniversary day, but it's the best atmosphere. I mean, I was, I've been at the Parma game, which a lot of people always say that was a good atmosphere, but that was that was something else. Even going back to the pub afterwards and the Viceroy, and the Viceroy's are a quieter Rangers pub, if you want to say, but even in there, there was folk up on the tables. It was it was Tonto, and, and to know I was going to Seville at that point as well. Um, I had the flights, I was going with Scotia. Scotia still didn't have a passport at that point, but... Um, Aye, it was brilliant. It was brilliant and a great memory. Something I always, I know we didn't win it eventually, but what a memory, what a night it was, Ryan. And give me more of that, Rangers, please. <laughs> well, uh, well I mean, listen, I get there's a comment there about that. I hate these year on memory things, and it is like, I don't yeah. like them either, but I do think this one, just because it's a year from them, and I think after the year we've had um, Scotia this season, it's been a very tough year for all Rangers fans, whether you go to games, watch them, listen to radio, watch highlight, doesn't matter. It's been a very tough year. So when I saw that was a year on, I thought, you know, that was, I I will never forget that night. And it's, it's what keeps me going and, and keeps, the, keeps the fire inside you going. 
Yeah, no, like you and the guy that made the comment there, I was the same when I opened up Twitter first thing this morning and seen that. I was like, no, I can't be dealing with that. Let me stew in my still fumingness from the weekend there. But as the day wore on, I actually sat down and, and watched through it all. And I was thinking back to like the goals that we scored there, Tav's goal to kick us off. And then Kamara scored a really, really nice goal as well. Um, and then the Lindstrom goal at the end, absolutely phenomenal. Um, the way the, the place was bouncing. It was brilliant, um, but I suppose importantly as well, actually, the, the emotion that was in that game, because it's also almost just over a year since, um, sadly, uh, Jimmy Bell passed away as well. It's important yeah. to kind of bring that up, because I think that that what, what happened there, I think that did have a wee bit of a spur-and-on effect to an awful lot of players in the team there. I know I've seen an interview with um, Calvin Bassey earlier in the week, um, and he was kind of referring back to Jimmy Bell. I bet it was an incredible night at Ibrox, and then... I would have got more drunk that evening if I didn't. As Ali had mentioned, I had to um, get up early for a quick um, journey down to Kieran Ryan. Um, and I remember actually sitting watching, listening to you guys on the Friday night um, almost a year ago now, while I was waiting for the ferry to arrive at Kieran Ryan. So I had to go and get my passport. So uh, the memories that that gave me on, you know, also that night and then leading on to Seville, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, I think it's something you'll never forget. And I just, I quite enjoyed. Quite enjoyed just seeing that today and just kind of having a wee reminiscing and obviously a bit about Jimmy Bell as well because that, that was it was for Jimmy Bell when you seen Bassey that night. It was just uh, literally hears it back in the night stuff. Carney, you always look back at that night fondly and atmosphere. I think you'll agree with me. I was at Parma. I think we all were at Parma that night and it was sensational and it was the best atmosphere I've been at until that game, mate. It was something else there. Yeah, that's that. I think that you need to go somewhere order to beat that night for me. <clears throat> I, it was just one of those nights that will live with me forever. The the feeling of it, the the, and I, I said it as well when I done the post match with it. I just felt so part of something. Do you know what I mean? It just felt like we were. It was like you just felt so like so involved in it, it was like unbelievable. I've never seen Ibrox like it before in my life, mate. And yeah, when I when I think about it, it's not half it is really, really fond memories. It is. Um it was just one of those unbelievable feelings when John Lindstrom scored, mate. I, I've just never I've never experienced something like that before. It was just absolutely incredible and uh a feeling that will live with me forever. I even remember when we when we left and I wasn't drinking that night, I was driving and I, I got home and I sat myself and I done the 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 club reaction pod on my own and uh, it was just me sitting puffing my cheeks and saying just keep saying it to yourself that we're in the final and it meant so much to us because of what where we'd been what had happened to us everything to go along with the the sad story that is that is admin basically for us um it was it was it was just so worth it it was just so worth it to have that feeling oh look obviously it ended horrifically it did it didn't end it didn't didn't end great for us in terms of winning the trophy but as a as a night that i will i'll remember i'll remember for the rest of my life and walking down paisley road after it just the feeling that everybody had and the 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 sheer emotion of it all yeah um um, i won't forget it in a hurry but also as well yeah and we have to we have to pause and remember jimmy bell a guy that um he really summed up what everything what it is to be to be a ranger, and there was definitely a lot of emotion in the air for that as well. Um, but incredible, mate! Absolutely incredible. And to think <laughs> we're sitting here now, like, what is what is happening? <laughs> what has happened this season? Generally, what has happened? But no, it's still great. Still great to think about the days, mate. No doubt. Of course, as in that, is, that's football. That's the way I'm going to look at it. And things can change very, very quickly in a year. So let's hope this time of the year, I'm not saying a European final, but let's hope this time of the year that we have got our smiles back and we have got the, the buzz for it back. So, yeah, football can change very quickly, guys. And I just wanted to kind of touch on it and bring a kind of positive note to the podcast. But I can bring it back down. It's what I'm good at. I can get the morale <laughs> right back down to ground because Michael Beale did do his press conference today. Um, and Yanis Hadji was a player. I'll be honest with you guys. I haven't watched Yanis Hadji one. I've not watched the play. The, I don't watch the player ones very often. I think they're, they're quite box tickish. But I did see he was saying he's getting fitter and fitter every week, which is really good to hear. He's, he's hoping he's part of the club's plans. He's trying to catch Michael Beale's eye. Well, let's hope that's the case for me. The fact that Yanis Hadji has done the press conference today makes me think that he's going to be a part of the game on Sunday, whether it's starting or a substitute periods. I don't know, but it makes me think he's definitely going to be a part of it. Michael Beale's presser, he was just 
saying that he wants the, the team to bounce back after last week. He said he was going to try a few things out, one or two, which I was slightly disappointed. I was hoping to see some some big changes on Sunday. Um, he was asked about Ryan Kent and Morelos. Now, I've seen Corey Munchard have mentioned this earlier on. He actually put a good question. It was, I don't know, maybe about 20 minutes ago. Yes, that's the one. Well done. Um, so, it's are you guys hoping that Kent and Morelos never play again in Rangers jersey and do results here on and matter and play fringe players for the rest? Now, I think I've said what I think. I think I should be done with both. Should be done with both of them, um, not in a nasty way. Just that they are not part of Rangers going forward. Um, Ali, what do you think of Curry Munch's question? Do you play either of them and do the results here on in matter when you play French players for the, or would you play French players for the rest? Um, I think I said club deck corner. I wouldn't play to him going forward. I don't see the point of playing them going forward. They're not going to be here next season, Ryan, so why play them? Beal did kind of say today that they still have a part to play. <laughs> so, strap yourselves in. I think they will play in the last five games at some points. Me personally, no, they don't play going forward. Yes, thanks for what you've done for Rangers. And we'll look back in years to come and say they have. They were, they were good players at Rangers, but, but now, and what they're offering at the moment, no. In terms of the, the games going forward, they are dead rubbers. I know we play Celtic in a week's time and folks say it's never a dead rubber when you play Celtic, but they are dead rubbers. I would rather play an experimental team, if you want to say at the point, next week against Celtic Ryan. If we get beat, we get beat, but I'd rather that. We need to play players, Yilmaz, Matondo, Hadji. They all need to play the next five games. Um, so for me, Ryan Kent and Marellos do not play in the final games, but... Shut yourselves in. I think they will. Yeah, I was uh, disappointed with what he said about uh, Morelos and Kent. He said they're still big players for Rangers uh, for the last five games of the season. I completely disagree with that. I won't be focused on the negative too much. Scotia, um, Kent and Morelos, do you play them? Are they strong players for Rangers from now to the end of the season? Do they matter at the moment? For me... Kent, no, I don't see. I wouldn't play Kent again this season because there's someone there in Matondo, play him in that position, see how he does for the five remaining games. So for me, Kent, Kent shouldn't play anymore. I do expect him to, like Ali, I think he will get thrown in. I think for the Celtic game, he'll definitely be playing in it, unfortunately, because he's had two stinkers in the last two Old Firm games that we've played. But um, for in Morelos's situation, I think he plays out of necessity. Because otherwise, because I don't, he didn't mention Cholak today in his press conference, but I still believe he's still out at the moment. So if you're not playing Morelos, then you're, you've gone with Sakala up top, really. Um, and yeah, that doesn't fill you with, with confidence after the, the last couple of games he's had. So I think, I do think Morelos will play more often than not from now until the end of the season, because I think it's, it's one of these ones, obviously, we touched on Lovelace in the, the first um, segment of this um, podcast this evening, um, that you can go back and watch And Remember, everyone, watch back in two parts, um, but we, we spoke about him, and um, he's only 16, 17 year old, it's a very high order for to throw him in at the deep end and try and you know, salvage something in terms of us as fans' as feelings, which kind of leads on to Curry Muncher's other point about the the remaining games being dead rubbers. I do think they are dead rubbers, but I also think Rangers need to go out and win every single one of them, or winning four of them and draw one of them, because we all know what the atmosphere will be like if we lose a game that isn't against Celtic. Even when we lose, if we lose a game, sorry, against Celtic, we'll all be fuming, and um, it won't be great leading into next season. So, yes, while they're meaningless in the sense that we can't go anywhere, really, unless Celtic lose every single game or only draw two games and lose the other three from now until the end of the season and we win everything, it doesn't really matter for us. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd get where Beal's coming from where he says that he'll still be picking the strongest team, but I would like to see a wee bit more experimentation. Yeah, I think we're crying out for it. <coughs> I think we're crying out for uh, experimentation and just, just freshness, not just for the team, for the fans. I think we're so... It's so difficult to go and watch the same old system, the same players, but uh, I'm trying to digress from morning. Uh, Carney, what, what, what's your thoughts on this one? Um, obviously, Scotia mentioned that Morelos would have to be played out in necessity, but you always do have the option of Mr Sakala up front. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, 
I think well, Kent's out. I think for this weekend for sure. So he'll not yeah. be playing. Um, I think the only the only I, I think Scotia's correct that by default I think Morelos will play. I, I do. I don't think throwing Lovelace in right from the start against Aberdeen is probably the best thing to do for him. You never know. It might be a sink or swim situation. I, I'm not really hundred percent sure. Where 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 that would leave him, and um, because you know what we are like just now as well, we're, we're all quite high, quite high strung, and quite high in emotion because of how bad this season has ended. <clears throat> I personally, um, if there, if if everybody was fit, I wouldn't I wouldn't play Kent and Morelos for the rest of the season. But I don't think everybody is fit, and I don't think Kent. I think there's more chance that you won't see Ryan Kent. I think you will see Alfredo Morelos again. Um, just again, just due to Kamar Roof as a way again opening up donut shops in Helensborough, wherever it is. <clears throat> and uh, he's in Qatar at the moment. Well, is he? Is he brilliant? Good for him. Yeah, he's getting fit for next season apparently. Oh, aye, yeah. Getting how's he doing that? Is he getting his legs amputated and putting new ones back on? Eh? <laughs> um So I, I think. Um, uh, Morelos is you. I think you will see because obviously there's no comment on on Trulak. There, there really isn't. It's, it's it is what it is. I think if we lose every game, it's a disaster for Bill, and people will call for call for his head. The thing is, is that I don't see us losing every game. I think we've got a strong enough team. I think there's no pressure on this team now, and we might see performances out of players that have been kind of on the fringes that maybe. Um, they may be impressive enough to win games. I think for his sake, Bill's sake, it would be very beneficial for him to win the last Old Firm game of the season. I don't think Celtic will play much of a team against us, to be honest. I don't think they particularly care. Um, obviously, they do want to win, but their fans aren't going to be there. It's just it's another another game that they have to tick off towards the towards the cup final for them. So I don't particularly see them naming a, a start in a, um, a start in a garden. I think that... Um, Carter Vickers, he's out for like out. after Johnson's summer now. As well. He's it so they're away for an operation, so it was just literally get to the final and then then they would um they would be able to rotate because I mean it's against Cali Thistle. I mean I we can all we can all pray, but I'm, I'm, I seriously doubt anything's gonna there's gonna be any sort of upset there. Um so yeah, um it's a difficult one for Bill to try and try and weigh up, but I think he would be I think he would be misjudged not to not to try fringe players, not to give people a chance now because there's nothing to play for. So these players have to try and prove that they deserve to be here next season. I would love to say that he'll rip up the team sheet and start again, but I don't think he will. I don't think it'll be as drastic as that. And that'll be obviously reflected when we come on to our teams, I think. Yeah, I agree with you after seeing his press conference today. Um, I, do want, I do want to see something bold from Beal. I want to see something where... It will show me that I believe that he's going to be cutthroat, which I think we need in the summer. I'm not saying that he needs to go and sign players. What I'm trying to say is in terms of a decision, I think a big statement would be dropping a big player who's underperformed, and I think there are plenty of them. And I would like to see that for now to the end of the season. Um, but whether that happens or not, I don't know. Um, in terms of that lot, yeah, they could play a, 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 a kind of a weekend team next week, but if things don't go the way that I would like them to go this week, then rest assured they will play the strongest team they can because they might have something to play for next week and iBooks will not be a fun place to be if that does materialise. Right, guys, we are here to review, uh, preview the, the the dead popper that is the home game against Aberdeen. Unfortunately, um, we did play them a couple of weeks ago and they beat us. We owe them one. We always owe them one. Um, they are 26 points behind us um, and they are five ahead of Hearts. Barry Rosen has just, I believe, been confirmed as the, the permanent manager for Aberdeen. Now, <clears throat> there is one or two of their players that I would take, as I've said numerous times. And I did see, it's just a Twitter rumour, it didn't come from any source, but the boy Leighton Clarkson, I believe, I think I get his first name wrong, he was linked with his, again, just a Twitter rumour. He's one I don't mind watching. I think he's a good player. Whether or not he's good enough for us to go to the level we want to, I, I am not so sure. But Ali, what are you expecting from, from the weekend? I'm all over the place my time, so take it away. Tell me what you think of the game and your, your team and score, mate. I think the Sheep will have a go at us. Because, um, like you see, they're five points ahead of Hearts. Hearts play Celtic. You would think Celtic would beat Hearts to win the league at the weekend or... 
you never know. But um, Hearts need to win that game to try and get third. But Aberdeen will come up. It's just one of the cup finals, Aberdeen. They're on a great run. Um, by Robson deserves to get a job for what he's done for Aberdeen. He's completely transformed them from where they were. I think it'll be a good game of football. I think we've got guys that should be playing that have um, something to prove, Ryan, if they want to be there next season. That's what they're, that's what they're playing for, a jersey next season and the future and we're Angels. So these guys have something to play for. They're playing in front of us as fans, who they know we're all down as fans. It'll, it'll be near enough a full house on Sunday. So there is something to play for. I think it'll be a good game of football, Ryan. Um, I don't want to hold you too long, so I'll give you my team. Um, I hope Carney's sitting down for us. He's sitting down. So, um... <laughs> no, I'm standing up, mate. I'm sorry. I, 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 I did not tell you that. I'm three foot nothing, no. <laughs> um, no. Related to Ross Wilson, aren't you? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Many, man. He did mention in the presser today, Ryan, that McCrory is available. So, McCrory in goal for me. <clears throat> He's got to start somewhere and put McCrory in goal. A back line of Tav, Goldson, I think he'll stick with Davies. Um, your Turkish delight, Yilmaz, because Barisic is out. Raskin, Cantwell, and I think Arfield's out. I would have started Arfield, but I think he's out. So Lundstrom, Rabi Matondo, Scotia's man, Hadji, and through the middle, the comments will be raging, but I'm only playing this guy because I don't think Morel should start for the rest of the season. Fashion Sakala through the middle. Oh. And I'm going to go 3-1 Rangers. Matondo, first goal scorer. Stodge. <laughs> um, I an interesting team. Um, I would like to see it. I would like to see those changes. I don't know if I agree with you. I don't know if I agree with you, the goalkeeper. When I was watching him, he seemed to... I don't know if I believe it. Michael Beale says he seems to contradict himself a lot, but he was asked about Robbie McCrory, and he, was, he didn't really commit to it. He just said he was fit for the weekend, which he is and always is. Um, Scotia, well, oh, he was injured a couple of months ago, wasn't he? McCrory? Yeah, he has been. McCrory yeah. was Aye. injured. So, no, no I've ended up egging my face there. Uh, Scotia... What's your team? What do you think about this Aberdeen game on Sunday? I think it's a good opportunity for him to to chop and change this team and get it fresh, surely. Yeah, it is. But like we were saying there, it's a dead rubber game for us, but it's it's not a dead rubber game for Aberdeen because, like you mentioned, for the five points that separate them and Hearts, if they, they get managed to get a result, that's probably more than likely sees them eke ahead of Hearts more. And then that third spot pretty much looks like it's going to guarantee you Europa League um, the Europa League next season because you don't really see Cali Thistle winning the, the Scottish Cup final. Well, you never know, hey. Um, so I think they'll be well up for Aberdeen, and then that that's kind of where I get my the feelings that what Bill's saying about the strongest team makes sense because you, you know we don't we would I mean we'd all be fuming if we came away with that game in, on Sunday and we'd just get beaten at home off of Aberdeen. I know we would, and the pod would be fuming as well. So yeah, I'll be I think they'll they'll be well up for it, but we need to be equal up for it, but. For me, I would make changes, but I do expect they're only to be. I expect the team that um, Beal names will only have three changes to it from the team that played last week. My team, though, would be McCrory and goals, backline of Tav, Goldson, Davies, and Yelmaz. The only reason I'm not playing Suter is because I think with McCrory and Yelmaz in there, don't need to make another one. Uh, Raskin, Cantwell, and Hadji in midfield, and then properly strap yourself in for this one, lads. A front three of Matondo. Morelos and Scott Wright. Put him in the shop window if it, the rumours are true that he's going to go. He's, he's going to be going out the door. That's the freshness I'm looking for, Scotia. I'll be honest with you. I would. Uh, I want to see it. I, I, that's the kind of team I want to see. And yeah, it's sad to say because of where we are and we know there's there's kind of a low quality there. But no, I, I want to see freshness, and I definitely I would go with that. Uh, Carly, what are you expecting on on Sunday, Aberdeen? They've got something to play for just now, mate. They are fighting for this uh, third spot with, with Hearts at the moment, and Hearts have got that lot, so they will be looking to get something against us, and I think they'll be confident after the way we played last time. Yeah, they will be, mate. Yeah, they'll be they'll be definitely coming to have a go. Um try and try and rub Trolton our wounds really for our our season been over. But again, it's 
if we're led to believe that the players are coming out and saying all these things that they say usually after a defeat and that they've let the fans down, let themselves down, all this, etc., then you would expect some form of reaction from the team. And I think it will say a lot about the characters that actually do want to be here next season. I think you'll see a reaction from them. I would like to think you would, anyway. I genuinely would like to think you would see a reaction um, because we do owe them one. Um, say we were terribly poor against them at Pataudry, so we, we can't be seeing a repeat of that. Um in terms of my team going forward, mate, uh, mine is exactly the same as Scotia. I would put that would be my team. Um, I wouldn't let Fashion Scala anywhere near Rangers ever again, <laughs> in my personal opinion. But I, I, Morelos, I'm only picking Morelos because it's default, because there's nobody else to play. If Cholak was fit, 100%, I would play Cholak. If Kamar Roof was fit, I, no laughing at the back, I can hear you. Then, of course, I would play Kamar Roof. Um, but I, I just think there's there's... There's no one else. Lovely should definitely be on the bench if he can be. If this whole suspension thing, I don't think he don't think he, he will be suspended. But he, I would I would have him on the bench as the backup um, striker. But yeah, that would be that would be my team, and I'll go two 0 Rangers, and I'll also go Rabi Matondo to score the first goal. Oh, almost. Well, I changed my team. When, when Scotia was talking, I'm going to go with Scotia's team as well. I'm going to copy both of you. And I'm going to copy you as well with Abby Matondo for first goal. But I think it'll be 2 1. As I always go with 2 1. You do <laughs> always be, go with 2 1. <laughs> always go with 2 1. And I think it'll be a slog. Uh, so enjoy yourselves in the Viceroy before it, boys. <laughs> um, I, I think it'll be a slog. It's been, I've had this kind of end of season feeling at iBooks for a while now. And, and I don't see it not continuing. They'll be up for it on Sunday. They always are up for it, but. They've got something to play for, whereas we don't. And yeah, Ali's romantic um, view on players should be out there to prove a point on Sunday and, and trying to win themselves um, a contract for next year. They should have been doing that months and months and months and months ago for Rangers. And that's why I have zero faith in them doing that on Sunday, unfortunately. And just on the bell, thank you very much, Davey. 1642. Very very careful with that uh, number reading there, just in case I mixed it up. Uh, thank you very much for the donation, mate. That is extremely appreciated from all the boys. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Right, boys, I think we have pretty much covered tonight, and I've no idea what time it is. I don't know if I've missed putting the boys to bed. I, I have no idea what day it is now. Um, what a podcast. Uh, one of my favourites, but we got there in the end, so thank you. Um, I'll say cheerio to the boys. Firstly, Ali Pearson, cheers tonight, mate. Thanks for your patience, and coming on the pod. Hope you get a phone soon. <laughs> That's what text text me a number. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want phone. Um, no, hopefully I do get the phone next week, Ryan. That should be sorted. Um, looking forward to Sunday. Bank holiday weekend as well, so a couple of beverages in the Viceroy. So, um, yes, disappointed you lads all said um, Morelos through the middle. Disappointed. I know by no default, I know he's going to. I know he's going to play him, but I don't. Think he shouldn't play for Rangers going forward. But anyway, that's neither should fa- but neither should fashion Sakala. He shouldn't but play for like, Rangers. Likelihood again. is he'll be there next season, Sakala. So you uh, play him anyway. We're going to get back into discussion here. Yeah, but I know. Nothing to come off. But no, Aye. I'm away to watch um, Queens Park Dundee Aye. because the winner of that game wins the championship title. And- See who comes up, who we play next season. So I'm away towards that. But we'll see you next time. Nice one, Mon the Queen's Park. Um, aye, let's not get into another discussion about Rangers because that could be part three and I'd be telling you to tune in <laughs> again. Uh, Scotia, thank you very much for tonight, mate. You held your nerves tonight. Absolutely immaculate performance. <laughs> uh, cheers. No, I'm like uh, Ali there. I'm looking, actually looking quite forward to this um, this game on um, BBC Scotland. Um, so I'll be watching that. But um, Keeping the copying mood up, I didn't give you my score, but I'm copying exactly what you said there, Ryan. I would go 2 1 with Matondo to score first as well. Yeah. But um, it's been a pleasure, lads. We made it in the end. We always make it in the end, of course we do. And we would not make it in the end without admin, podfather. What did you do? <laughs> IT, <laughs> uh, Mr. Scott Cardi. Thanks. You got there, then your microphone, mate. Nice one. 
Yeah, I thank you everybody for bearing with us during that. I literally, for whatever reason, just didn't link up, um, and I nothing was updating, so I can only apologise. But thank you so much for your understanding and switching through. And we've never claimed to be a professional podcast, and we never will claim to be a professional podcast. So yeah, one of those things, uh, one of those things. But uh, yes, I do appreciate it, everybody, uh, for tuning in uh, and kind of switching over as well. Uh, I'm no idea, and I'm never. I hang out. I'm not even going to be able to figure out why it happened, but I don't really care. I'm probably not going to watch the the Queen's Park Dundee game. I'm probably going to have to watch. I don't know whatever the message is watching down the stairs. But yes, uh, Sunday's the last kind of three o'clock kickoff, really. So the, the the last proper day of football, the way that we usually do it. So um, definitely got a couple of beers on Sunday for sure. Uh, and yeah, let's hope hope. We're speaking to you on on Sunday after the game, after a much more positive performance and result. Cheers, everybody. DJ and Echo, what Carney said, thank you, everybody, for your patience this evening. Uh, had a few bumps we got there, and we've really enjoyed you tuning in tonight. Um, we The boys will be back on Sunday. Um, I hope everybody enjoys their coronation weekend. Obviously, God save the King, and thank you for this evening. We are Club at 22. Cheers.